millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Grand Rising, it's Friday. We're going to be talking about a money mindset today. I haven't done Fridays in a long time where we were talking about the abundance mindset. And I think that it's just insanely important, especially around this time of the year. What's up, everybody that's joining? It's very important to have an abundance mindset. There's so many people who are spending money for family and friends and holidays and all these other things. Alice said, um... Allison's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Rich Rising. I love that. But the abundance mindset is so important this time of the year because everybody's spending money. It's like, oh, I can't afford or, oh, that's too expensive. <coughs> or, oh, how am I going to do this? I'm not making enough money. And, oh, it's so rough around the holidays. We've all heard people use those um, phrases, those slangs that we just don't have enough. And if we live and come from a state of not having enough, we're never going to have enough. 
And uh, last night I was on one of my calls for LifeWave. We do them twice a month with uh, Dr. Stacy, and she's one of the top earners in the company. Um, and from when she was a teacher, she was a teacher making basically no money. Um, she started to read the book, The Science of Getting Rich, which is what we're going to read today. I'm going to read some of it from today. And she was saying to people on the call, if you're not wealthy or abundant yet, read the book again. If you're still not wealthy and abundant, da-da, my baby boy's in here. If you're still not wealthy and abundant, read the book again until you are rich. And there's a reason why she says that, because money and abundance is a state of mind. It's a state of being. It's not necessarily even about the state of doing. It has to be about the state of being first. That I am abundant. That I do have all the things that I want. That I do believe that the world always provides for me. Because many of us have believed for our entire lives through our programming that Leo's hiding his bone somewhere. <clears throat> that money is hard to come by. That I always lived in poverty. Or I grew up in a really poor neighborhood. Or how am I ever going to get out of this? When we constantly hear our parents fighting over money all the time. <laughs> things like that, that is when we have a poverty mindset. But if you grow up in a family where you're always provided for, where even with love and things like that, where we always get the love that we need, we always get the attention we need, we always have the feeling that the world gives us what we need. He's got an abundance mindset, this one. <laughs> he gets anything he needs whenever he needs it. And... um I think that my nephew also does if he's still in here. My my nephew has to have an abundance mindset because he always got all the things that he wanted and needed. So I think, we I, I never talked to him about this actually. It's called The Science of Getting Rich. The Science of Getting Rich, and I'm going to read from it. But Dr. Stacy is a top earner in the company because she understands the mindset of abundance. Karen, did you post that? Probably. Thank you, Karen. Pin comment. The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace. Wallace. But whenever we do have our calls, which we have them, fungal, is this, um, whenever we have our calls twice a month, there are sometimes people on the calls that, that don't necessarily understand this mindset yet. And so whenever she talks about it, it, you know, it's like, we're living from the end. And I talk about this a lot with um, Neville Goddard. He always talks about living from the end. If your reality right now is not your desired end goal, it's simply not the end. So it's possible that bad things will happen on the way to getting to the end. And that is called the bridge of incidents. And I talk about this. If you're building a bridge, you don't just say, oh, I need to, I'm just going to walk over the bridge and get to the other side if the bridge doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. The bridge has to be built, right? Brick by brick, layer by layer, iron by iron, whatever it is. So it is called the bridge of incidents. Because we're building a bridge with all the things that are happening in our reality to get to the end goal. So if your end goal is abundance, or if your end goal is to just have an abundance mindset where you're not in the space of, oh, I just can't afford that. Yeah, I can't spend that money. I really got to save my money. When we're in that mindset all the time, we cannot have a wealthy or abundance mindset coming from a state of poverty, living from a state of victimhood, that life isn't fair, and that these are just the hands of cards that I was dealt and things like that. 
So when we do our calls, we often talk about that because abundance and wealth is a state of mind before it's anything else. You're never going to be wealthy or abundant when you're always coming from a state of victimhood. Yeah, money's tight right now. I just can't afford to have this. And, and in manifestation, it's basically living in somewhat of a state of delusion. And you even feel crazy. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day. <clears throat> My mindset, you know, growing up as a dancer, on a dancer's salary, you make no money. Let's just be honest. I would work so hard and make no money. Hi, babies. I would make absolutely no money. And I'd be like, okay, if I just have enough money to pay these bills, then I'll have enough money for food. And I lived like that because why? I heard this growing up all the time. My mother and father fighting over money. Or my mother fighting with my father over money. I can't afford this. How are we going to do this? I'm sick of working so hard. All these things, they become our programming. They become our reality. So how do you change that? You change it by books like The Science of Getting Rich. You change it by reading the Abundance book. I'm looking at the pile of books on my floor. You change it by reading Project 369. You change it by understanding the map of consciousness, right? Where am I on the map of consciousness? This is like my favorite thing. My sisters want to introduce me to it. I always talk to you guys about the map of consciousness. So we see shame and guilt down here. Anger, grief. Fear. So many people live in those paradigms of fear, fear, fear all the time. Or guilt. Or how many people spend money. Just say yes in here if this is you. How many people spend money and get something that they really like and then they feel guilty about spending that money? Because I'm not worthy of having this. Because I don't feel good enough. That is living in a state of lack. That is living in the survival paradigm on the map. Here's the survival paradigm in the map of consciousness. Because if we're living in a state of guilt or shame, see, people said yes. Yes, yep. <clears throat> that still happens to me. And I, I've been doing this work, I guess, I don't know, two, two solid years, I would say. Two solid years. And then I have to just suppress that thought. That I don't deserve, right? I'm undeserving or I'm not worthy or something like that. About to go buy a new car. I needed this. Everything comes to us in divine timing, right? Even our bridge of incidents. Even if something, when you go to get your car today and something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean, oh, that I just wasn't meant to have this. That is our subconscious beliefs that we're not good enough or that we shouldn't have nice things, right? Hi, Patricia. So... When you're going to get your car, on the way there, everything works out perfectly for me. Everything works out perfect for me, and I am always provided for, right? I'm grateful that you're here to listen. Thank you. Um, that is where, and again, especially around the holidays, you have to buy gifts for people and all these things. And we walk around and we're like, oh, I got to spend this money. Oh, I got to do that. But when you really work on changing your mindset, to become abundant, to have an abundance mindset, to buy things for people and say, oh, I'm so grateful that I can buy this for you. I'm so grateful that I have money, limitless amounts of money to spend. Even if you don't have that right now, you could just say, I'm so grateful for all the things that I do have. 
we shift into gratitude. Because again, with manifestation, just like with prayer, when you're praying or you're saying, thank you for performing this miracle. The miracle didn't happen yet. But you're living in your mind as if it has. So that's like the easiest way that I can explain manifestation is to live as if it's already happened, which is the law of assumption. I'm assuming that it happened already. With prayer, I'm assuming God gave me this miracle. I'm assuming that I have the things that I want. That is the law of assumption. Neville Goddard was talking about that since like the early 1900s. And there are so many other philosophers that talked about it way before that, even in the Bible. And they refer back to the Bible as a a, um, a psychological trauma, basically. <clears throat> that everything was referring back to the state of mind and consciousness. Living in heaven was living in a state of being. So whatever your heaven is, it has to be very specific. You can't say that you're going to build a house. And the builder's like, okay, well, what do you want? And this, the science is getting rich. is going to talk about this. And then you're like, just throw some bricks and, you know, just make sure it has walls and windows. And they build this house based on what you said. And you're like, what the hell is this? This isn't what I wanted. With manifestation, with abundance, with all these things, it's about being very specific. So you can't just say, I want to have $1 million or I am wealthy with $1 million or something like that. That is not specific at all. Everything in our life is about specificity. If you ask somebody for directions, they say, just go straight for a little bit and then make a right. And then you're going to go straight and about, you know, 600 or 800 or 900 feet, make a left. And then your destination will be like, you know, about a mile or two down the road. You're going to say, what? the hell does that mean? How am I supposed to get somewhere? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Unless someone says you're going to go straight at the first light, you're going to make a left. You're going to go two lights down, make a right. And they give you very specific instructions. That is the same thing with having an abundance mindset or with manifestation with anything is being very specific in what your end is and what you want. Saying that I want to be a millionaire or whatever it is. I want to have three homes or I want to have a house. You know, I just want a new house. You can get a new house and all of a sudden you have all these problems with this new house. That's why it's so important to write these things down in your own handwriting with a pen or pencil, writing it all down exactly what it is that you want. I am going to become a multimillionaire through my new business that is, um, I don't know, selling lampshades and I sell X amount of lampshades every day. I sell X amount of lampshades every single week. Every single week I am making, you know, $10,000 or whatever it is. It's getting very, very specific. My business is working out perfectly for me. I have the perfect customers that come in and they know exactly what they want or I help them with, they, with what they want. It's being very, very specific. And then allowing that with blind faith to unfold in our reality. And it takes practice. It takes dedication to yourself to change your mindset because when we have programs that we've had from childhood it's very difficult to all of a sudden think a different way your ego is going to keep coming back and saying no you're you're never going to have that you only have this amount of money in your bank account how's that ever going to happen your mind is going to trick you into doubt all the time because that is just our programming if we have a computer we have a brand new computer And Monopoly is uploaded into the computer. Nothing else is on the computer except for Monopoly. And you're like, but I want to play uh, Call of Duty. 
You're trying to play Call of Duty. You're looking it up. It's not coming up in your computer. That's not the program that's in there. It's the same thing with your poverty mindset. If you have a poverty mindset, the wealth or abundance mindset is not going to play for you. Unless you start to upload a new program into your supercomputer, which is your subconscious mind. But the same thing with our regular computer. I cannot play a game on the computer unless I upload it into it. The game is not going to fully play until I upload it 100%. So you're still going to have the Monopoly game on there, right? So Monopoly can come through every now and then, like, you know, the notification, like, hey, do you want to open this app? Do you want to play this game? No, that's the old game. That's the old story, right? Thank you. When you upload your new story into your supercomputer, which is your subconscious mind, it takes a while, right, to upload the full program of abundance. So your old game of Monopoly is going to keep coming through and say, you don't you want to play this game? Don't you want to play this game? No, I don't want to play the game of poverty. I don't want to play it anymore. So it's up to us to constantly kind of wrangle our thoughts. When it says you can't afford that, put it back. Just save it for next time. You can get it next year when you have more money. Wait till after the holidays. And I'm not telling you to be reckless with your money, but it's just a mindset. Abundance is a state of mind before it is a state of being. You have to be in the abundance mindset before you can have the abundance. So this is, I'm reading from, again, The Science of Getting Rich. And this is, again, chapter eight, because I don't ever start from the beginning of any book. Um, Okay. You must form a clear and definite mental picture of what you want. You cannot transmit an idea unless you have it yourself. You must have it before you can give it, and many people fail to impress thinking substance because they have themselves only a vague and misty concept of the things they want to do, to have, or to become. It is not enough that you should have a general desire for wealth to do good with. Everybody has that desire. So again, it's saying, if you fail to impress your subconscious mind because you only have a vague concept, like, I want to be rich. I want to have a lot of money. Or whatever your ideas are of abundance. And it's just very vague. I want to have two houses. It's okay. Well, how are you getting to that point? And I always go back to this story um, that one of my friends told me. And she was saying like her friend was manifesting to be a millionaire or to have millions of dollars. And every day they would affirm that. Like I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, whatever it was. Right? Not specific at all. And then they felt it in their bones that they were wealthy. They felt that they had this money and there was no specifics to it whatsoever. And one day their parents, her parents got into a tragic car accident and died and left her millions of dollars. So when we talk about not being specific, that's why you have to be specific because the universe will conspire to give you the things that you want when you think feelingly about it. But is that your way of becoming wealthy is by the demise of someone that means so much to you. That's why it's so important to give specifics. It's like when you go to a restaurant, I've given this analogy a million times. You go to a restaurant and they say, what do you want to eat? And you just say, um, a pizza. And they say, okay, what what kind of topping? You say, "I I just want five different toppings. They bring you back toppings and it's like pineapples and all this disgusting stuff. You're like, this is not what I wanted. You weren't specific. You didn't say, I want pepperoni. I want this type of cheese. I want these two vegetables and, you know, one other thing. You didn't give those specifics. 
To whereas if you place an order at a restaurant, you say, I want a burger with, <coughs> excuse me, French fries, a side of ketchup, and a side of honey mustard. You're specific. You're giving a specific order. And that's the same thing with the universe. With God is giving very specific orders and just knowing that it's going to come out in the way that you want. Just like when you go to a restaurant, nine times out of ten, you know it's going to come out what you ordered. You saw the waitress write down your order. She took your order. She brought it back to the cook. The cook makes it. You don't think, you don't stand over the cook and watch what he's doing to make sure he's getting your order right. And the same thing when we place an order with the universe, with abundance. Write down exactly what you want. Get very specific with what you want. And then have the blind faith that it's going to happen and it's going to unfold in the way that you want it to. Not sitting there every single day, well, I'm not rich yet. Why am I not rich? That's coming from a state of lack. That's coming from a state of not having. And that's what we want to pull away from is getting into the state of abundance, the state of gratitude. That I'm grateful for all the things that I have right now. I'm grateful for everything. Even if I don't have enough, even if I feel that I don't have enough, I still have enough. It's changing the entire way we've been thinking for our entire lives. And for most people, it's just too much work to do, which is why they don't have the reality that they want. Because it's not easy work. Our mind is with us all day long. Our subconscious mind does not turn off. So helping with reprogramming is going to sleep and listening to abundance frequencies. Listening to affirmation tapes that are eight hours long. Your subconscious mind is always turned on. So you could either have your TV turned on at night and listen to pharmaceutical um, advertisements. You can listen to the news, which is always bad. And you can allow that to program you while you sleep and then wonder why your reality is full of anxiety and terror and depression. Or you can utilize that time while you're sleeping to turn on something useful. To turn on frequencies that are calming. To turn on frequencies that are literally rewriting our subconscious programming. We have that choice. Going back. It is not enough that you should have a wish to travel, see things, live more, etc. Everybody has those desires also. If you were going to send a wireless message to a friend, you wouldn't send the letters of the alphabet in their order and let them construct the message for himself. Nor would you take words at random from the dictionary. You would send a coherent sentence one which meant something. When you try to impress your, your once upon thinking, your thinking substance, remember that it must be done with a coherent statement. And that's the same thing when you're sending a message to the universe. You can't just say, I'm, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Or, I am rich. I am rich. I am wealthy. That's not clear. That's a statement. But rich or wealth or abundance literally means something different to everyone. Someone could say, oh my God, I won $500. I'm wealthy. And someone else can say, what the hell am I going to do with that money? Someone could say, I have $10 million in my bank account. And someone will say, that's great, but you know, you need a lot more than that. That could be so wealthy for one person and not to someone else. Someone that's a billionaire doesn't look at $10 million and say, that's a lot of money. So when we talk about being clear, what is abundance to you? How can you start off this holiday season with an abundance mindset? Say, I am just always provided for. 
Even if you can't see it now, even if you are struggling right now, I have all the things that I need. I am always provided for. I have a beautiful home. Even if it's not the space that you want to live in, what does your beautiful home look like? What does your dream living situation look like? Maybe you have um, you know, a house that has two bathrooms, it has three bedrooms, and it has X amount of windows. It's in this neighborhood. I have a lawn out front and I have a garden in the back. What are the specifics? Because when you oftentimes will ask somebody, what do you want? What is it that you want? Most people can't tell you. And again, I say this all the time. Most people can't tell you because they don't believe that they'll ever have it. At one point in my life, I believed that I wouldn't have the things that I have now. Because I lived off of a dancer's salary. I just didn't think like that. I didn't think in abundance. <laughs> Good, I'm so glad. I didn't think from a state of abundance. I, I was thinking always from a state of lack. But the crazy thing is, living on a dancer's salary, when I was ready to get a new car, I don't know when this was. I was like, I'm getting a black Mercedes with butter interior. I do this with cars all the time. And I was living off of a dancer salary. I said, I don't give a shit what happens. I'm getting this car. And I will be fine to afford it. I went into Mercedes-Benz of um, Glendale, I think. There were all these um, like foreign guys that were sharks. I went in there by myself into a car dealership. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. I told them you're going to have a bad day today. And they're like, what do you mean? Because they thought they were going to get over on me with numbers and all this stuff. And I had a very specific number that I was willing to pay. <clears throat> I was in there for five hours by myself. They're like, oh, I got to go talk to the manager. I said, go ahead, come back out with the wrong number. I'm out of here. So five hours later, I left. The next day I went to Mercedes of Beverly Hills by myself. Now me, as a dancer with a dancer salary, I walked into Mercedes of Beverly Hills. 
anybody ever been to Beverly Hills, you know what that's like. The most stuck up and wealthy people that you'll probably ever meet. And so I had very specific numbers that I was looking for. And the guy was like, I had the exact car. And he was from Philly, actually. <clears throat> so he showed me the car. It was literally the exact car. And I said, I don't want this Mercedes unless it has the Batman symbol on the front. And the Batman symbol was just the logo that lit up the Mercedes symbol on the front of the car that lit up. So it looked like the Batmobile symbol. I said, I don't want any other car unless it has that. I'm not taking the car unless it has that. So I went to, we went in the lot in Beverly Hills and he showed me the car. It was black with butter interior and the Batman symbol in the front. And he said, I can get a free for the price that you want. I wasn't taking no for an answer. In my mind, the car was already mine. So that is what manifestation is. It's just think feelingly. I already knew it was mine. Just the same way I manifested this car that I have now. I already knew that I was going to be able to make the payments. I wasn't making the money. I was a dancer. Making $150 a night. And I worked, I don't know, four nights a week. But I was like, I will be able to afford this. So that manifestation for me led to tons of hair and makeup jobs. And then it led to me going on tour where I was making tons of money. But I manifested it because that is was the start of me understanding the law of attraction and the law of assumption, right? Is getting into that mindset of it's already mine. That goes to say with a relationship with anything, it's already mine that's already done. Crystal gets what she wants. I do because that's how I think. What's the difference between just saying God will give it to me 100% and manifesting? Nothing. It's, it's the same thing. It is the same thing whether you believe universe, God, whatever it is, the higher power that is a magnet for us to give us the things that we want. So there is no difference. Manifestation and prayer are one and the same. It just depends on the way that you do it. A lot of times people pray and they beg. Beg means lack or not having. God, please help me. God, please do this for me. God, please, instead of saying, God, I'm so grateful that you've taken care of this for me. That's the difference between some people's way of praying and manifestation. But if we're manifesting or praying and we're saying, I'm so grateful, thank you for healing this person. Thank you for healing my mind and body and spirit or whatever that it is. That is the only difference is in the way that that we are assuming things. If we're assuming things from a state of lack and I'm assuming like I just have to beg, I have to beg for this. That's coming from a state of lack. Ben, I totally believe it. That you're going to walk without a limp soon? Absolutely. Um, so that's just like a, a side story of my own manifestations. And I, again, I was living from a dancer's salary, which is nothing. But I knew that it was done. The car I have now. It's double the payments that I had in my last car. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not worried about it. I know that I'm taken care of. I know that I'm taken care of. I know that I'll be able to figure this out. I know that it's not even going to be a worry or a stress for me. And it's not. Why? Because I am living in a state of abundance. And I have people around me with the same mindset. Like working with Gary. He's a godsend for me. He's always happy. He's always positive. He doesn't let anything get him down. He doesn't say, oh, man, we had a terrible week this week. I can't believe this. Never. Never. Never, never, never. So when you have people around you also that you remind you of what abundance looks like. When I have people 
in my corner, like Dr. Stacy, who has read this book a million times, who teaches this stuff all the time. I know he really is a great human. He's amazing. <clears throat> I know that I will never fail because I have people around me that don't allow failure. But if I were around people that are saying, oh, you know, you, you have to get two other jobs. Like, what are you going to do with this? This isn't going to make you any money. How are you going to do this? Yeah, I don't think the company's going to do that good. If you had people around you constantly that are just saying, oh, you can't open that business. You're never going to be able to afford it. It's going to fail. Look, look at the economy. If you have people around you like that with that type of mindset, you can only grow and expand as big as the people around you are growing and expanding. My mom would always say, you are who you hang with. She wasn't wrong. You are who you hang with. Are the people around you striving for greatness? Are they always saying, you can do it, let's go. Let's go, start the business that you want. Do the things that make you happy. Or, or do you hang around with people that are hanging at the same bar, on the same bar stool every single weekend. People that hate their lives, that try to tell you how to live yours. Can't fly with the eagles when you're roosting with the buzzards. What is it that you want out of your life? And then when you start to transition into that higher frequency or different vibration, because it doesn't even have to be a higher frequency, realistically, unfortunately, unfortunately. But when you start shifting that frequency, the people that don't share the same mindset as you are going to shift out of your life. And there's plenty of people on here that will say, yes, that's already happened to me. Even with the awakening that's been happening now, a lot of the people that were, you know, scared to death of COVID and all that other stuff and all the other people like us that were saying, this is a bunch of bullshit. Those people resonated out of your life. Why? Because we're on different frequencies. Our vibrations are just different. And no matter what, Good, bad. When people start to vibrate out of your life, let them go. Stop trying to hold on to people that don't match your vibration. Because if you're trying to go up and you are allowing yourself to be around people that are still bringing you down and back to the vibration that you don't want to be on, you're not going to be able to expand your life to where you want it to go. You're just not. It's just not the way that it works. It's just a vibration. If we looked at life specifically just by vibration only we can figure a lot of shit out where is my vibration look at the people around you love from the uk what's up look at the people around you and that will tell you what your vibration is because we can only attract what we are that's all we can only attract what we are <laughs> I don't mind being referred to as a gangster. <clears throat> so if we're just looking at ourselves specifically through vibration, what does our life look like? And that's the reality that maybe some people don't want to look at. Like, wow, this, if I'm only looking specifically at vibration, am I around negative people all the time or my best friends and my closest people successful or not successful? Are they people that have goals and ambitions who are the people that are around me? What do they look like? Because they are just a mirror to who I think and feel about myself. So I manifested a company 
that has all people with this abundance, beautiful mindset. I was saying it last night on the live, I think maybe, that finding LifeWave, all the people in the company are very intelligent people. And there's tons of, of multi-level marketing and things, right? And they're just products. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to be in the company, not, not because you do with LifeWave either, but these people, David Schmidt has manifested such intelligent people that know how to fix and heal and rebalance the human body. So he has all of us soldiers in this company that our goal is to help rebalance people. The money is just a very good addition to really, really helping people. My whole life I've been a healer. I didn't really know that I was. I would attract the most broken motherfuckers my entire life. I would heal them and I would send them on their way. I did this my whole life. I didn't know what that was. But I know what it is now. And so now I've able to be, I'm able to use this as my tools for life, my abundance, everything. Because I'm so strongly passionate about it and I think feelingly about people's healing. When I talk to somebody and they tell me what they have going on, just in conversation, automatically I'm like this, 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 and this. I've seen it all. I've helped rebalance so many people. And it's just a passion, right? It doesn't have to be about healing. It could be about whatever you want. It could be about you're so passionate about painting people's homes. Whatever it is that is your passion, whatever it is that you love, if you're a builder and you love to build and your passion is about helping people give people their dream home or whatever it might be. If you're not coming from a high vibration, not a high vibration, let's change that. If you're not coming from a frequency that is abundant, that is happiness, that is love, and you're going to these jobs that you're not happy with, maybe you used to love painting houses, now you don't anymore, and it shows in your work and all these things, right? Say that again, Rose. I don't know what you said. Lifeway patches are life. <clears throat> and they are. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, your passion is the fuel for everything you desire. Walking in your passion is key and everything else falls into place. And that right there, what moments of mana said, is thinking feelingly. When we have a passion and desire, whether we have a passion and a desire for a person, whether we have a passion and a desire for our job or for gardening or whatever it might be, that's thinking feelingly. That is exactly what manifestation is, is desire. Having a desire for something, you feel it in your gut. But again, that could be good or bad. So if you always say, oh, I felt it, I knew in my gut, I knew right away it was going to be bad. That's thinking feelingly. That's manifestation. So we have the choice. If someone's starting a business and all these things, you, you rent a space where you're going to have your business and that place burns down. You can look at it and say, see, I knew that this is, a, this is a sign. This is an omen that I shouldn't start this business. Or you can say, I'm not supposed to be in this space. There is a greater space for me somewhere else to start my business that my business is going to be more successful. Do we see the difference in the mindset? Everything, we give meaning to everything. Nothing has meaning unless we give it meaning, right? Or whatever meaning that we give it. So we can look at things 
And even being in an abusive relationship, right? If someone was abusive to you, we can give meaning to that. And that meaning could be, I deserve this. I deserve to be abused because I don't feel worthy of love. We give it that meaning. Or you can say, if someone did something mean to you or was abusive to you, that could say, you could say to yourself, my whole life, I allowed people to do this to me. And now I have changed. I'm leaving this relationship and I am going to find a person that treats me with love, care, kindness, and respect. We give meaning to everything. So a lot of times people say, I knew this wasn't going to work out or I knew this was going to happen. If you're saying, I knew this was going to, and you're going to follow that with a negative thing, guess what? Negative is going to follow because you're putting yourself on that vibrational frequency that it is not going to work out. So that's all that we can attract to ourselves is the not working out. You're not going to say this isn't going to work out and then it's going to work out perfectly. Like, oh my God, this is so crazy. If you tend to be on that frequency of doubt, if you tend to be on the frequency of the survival paradigm here, which is pride, anger, desire, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, and shame. If you live in that survival paradigm down there, you're going to stay there until you leave. You're going to stay there until you change your frequency. Until you recognize, damn, I've been negative my whole life. Wow, all these people around me are so friggin' negative. Wow, when my mother or father starts to complain on the phone again for the millionth time, I'm hanging up. Change the frequency. I'm just giving parents as an example. But my mother curses a lot whenever she's on the phone or if she's driving in the car, I'm like, I'm hanging up now. Because she has road rage no matter where she is, no matter what she's doing. She has road rage. I don't want to listen to that energy. Change the channel. Leave the room. Shut the door. Put on your headphones. Change your energy. If you have a boss that always complains all the time, get away. Change the energy. Say, you know what? You should be grateful for the business that you have. Change the freaking frequency, channel, or energy. That's our job. Unless you don't want that job and you just want to stay in a shitty mood and negativity all the time. I think that's good for today. I don't even think I read one page. I don't think I read one page. But that's okay. The Science of Getting Rich is an excellent book. If you want to change your mindset to an abundance mindset, to a knowingness that everything is always provided for me, but people envy silently. See, that's, we, don't even pay, we don't even have to pay attention to envy because when we're on a certain frequency, that doesn't even exist in our reality. I know that there's people that are jealous out there, right? People that don't want to see me do well. But they don't even live in my reality. They are not even in the realm of my thinking. Why? Because their thoughts about me have no bearing on my vibrational frequency. When you get to a state and when we get out of the ego space, right? And not to say that my ego like doesn't get the best of me because there are some people I want to punch directly in the mouth. But <clears throat> I don't really operate from that space anymore. So I don't care what other people will say. Like when people talk about, oh, haters and this and that, it's like if you're still vibrating on that type of energy and frequency that you're literally thinking about haters, 
then you got more work to do. Those people don't exist to me. We're all going to have people that are jealous or envious or any of these things, but why does that even matter in your reality? It shouldn't. I had people like that in high school and early 20s. I left those people behind. And I'm sure most of us have, right? I fear I'll get jumped for looking out on the good side. Well, Jacob, then you got to get out of that reality. Because if you had that, if just based on that statement, I have a fear. Then you're living on a frequency. You're in the survival paradigm. I know I always say I'm going to get off then like 40 minutes later. I'm still here talking. Survival paradigm. What do you see right there? Fear. We can't worry about what, what anyone else thinks of us. Because if we do, we're still in a, a more lower vibrational space. Because once we elevate, we know that when we elevate, we're only going to attract those higher vibrational people that are in a different paradigm. Right? If I cared about what people say, I wouldn't be able to say half of the shit that I say on here. I know there's people that I probably grew up with that watch this and say, oh, she's, she's this and she's that and she thinks that she's this. And I don't give two shits. And that's the space that you have to get in, into, just being unfuckwithable. Because it really doesn't matter because this is your own personal journey. This is your own personal journey of wherever you're going. And if someone doesn't approve of it or, or I fear that people are going to say this to me or I feel, fear this, when you start to switch your energy, even the people that are in those lower vibrational spaces, it encourages people to want to do better. When people see other people doing better, even if they're jealous of you doing better, it's either going to cause them to say, I want to do better too. So then you become an inspiration to people, even if they'll never admit it. Or you have people that will just sit there and watch and say, who does that person think they is, they are or whatever. But that's not your business. What anybody else thinks of you is not your business. You are to worry about yourself and your goals and building that bridge to your desire. That's it. Anything else, it doesn't matter. We have to go up no matter what. Because the people that are meant to come with us are going to come with us. And the other people that are not meant to are just going to stay in that reality. Which is when we talk about the new earth and the shifting of the new earth. Moving into the new earth frequency or the five dimensional frequency. That's much higher than three. If we're in the three dimensional reality right now and we're rising up. Not everybody's going. So do the work on yourself for yourself. If you want to. And if you don't want to, stay where you are. But you can't complain about how miserable your life is when you don't want to put the work in for yourself. And it's only about changing your mindset. And there's plenty of easy ways to do that. You want old earth? I don't, which old earth are you talking about? <clears throat> but um, I think that's good for today. RV Benny, they did a study showing improvement of mood for people who write three things they're grateful for every day. Benny writes, Benny lives in a state of gratitude. He's always on here and he's always uplifting people. One person can change everything. Benny could be in here and he could be complaining about how he still has a limp or the fact that it's taken so long for this to happen. He couldn't walk at all. But now he's walking. In 2018, Benny was paralyzed in his wheelchair, began practicing gratitude, and now I'm walking around. Benny's in here uplifting people all the time. It only takes one person. 
Or to other people, there's optimistic people and there's pessimistic. Pessimistic person can say, you're only one person. What can you do? An optimistic person says, I'm one person and I can fucking do everything. Benny could have said, this is just the way it's meant to be. I was meant for this to happen. I was meant to be paralyzed. I'm never going to walk again. The doctors told me there's no hope for me. The doctor said I would never walk again. So, you know, I just accept that. I know so many people like that. And I just want to punch them in the face because it's like, you have an option. We always have an option of how we can see things. Every live, he shows up thankful and in love. He does him every single live. So it's a choice. Abundance is a choice. Living in a state of poverty is a choice. Living in a state of love and gratitude is a choice. Living in a state of woe is me is a choice. Right? The butterfly effect. So guys, have an amazing, amazing weekend. Yes, we're here on Mondays and Fridays at 9.30 every week talking about manifestation or prayer, whatever you want to call it. It's up to you. It's your choice. Yes, Ben. Uplift everyone. So guys, again, I read from the Science of Getting Rich today. And Dr. Stacy said, if you're not wealthy by the time you read the, the end of the book, read it again. If you still aren't wealthy, read the book again. If you still don't have your abundance and wealth, Read the book again. Have an amazing weekend. Oh, we're picking the winner. So, guys, if you last night we were doing a giveaway, we're going to do a giveaway every Wednesday until Christmas. Um, we're giving away a sleeve of X39 and 49. So, if you want to win it, go back to the live last night and comment on the um, live a number between one and a hundred. We're going to pick it soon and we'll do one person every week that's going to win two sleeves one X39, one X49. Have a beautiful weekend i did save the last oh i didn't save the one on monday because I, I just didn't want to save it talking about um what i was talking about but all the other lives it literally says manifesting mondays or the title of a book usually so i will see you guys possibly over the weekend love y'all Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com.